What's going on, guys? Welcome back to J Rob Pod. Uh, today, I have a very special guest and someone I very much care for. Her name is Lynn Rodriguez. Okay, now she's just looking at me smiling, <laughs> and it's creepy. Uh, Hello. Okay, hi. Um. Anyways, <laughs> so there's a few things that I kind of want to talk to you about, and a lot of people are interested in this kind of thing because it's very rare to find someone, to know someone, and especially to have them in your family, you know, a flight attendant, someone who travels the world. Oh. What's that? So, like... What compels you in the first place to do that? Well, I never intended on doing it. Um, I was in radio before this, and um, actually, I started broadcasting, and then um, I wasn't making any money, so I went into sales. And I liked it at first, but then when I moved to the Detroit market, um, the it was quite big, and I, I wasn't happy. It was very... Um, cutthroat so I decided I saw an advertisement to be a flight attendant for at the time Northwest Airlines and I um, decided oh that might be fun for about a year and now it's been like what 28 years wow (laughs) so you have since you have seniority well I have a lot of seniority but it's all a matter of perspective because there are other ladies that have been flying for 45, 50, 55 years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in Detroit, it's a good base. I can get generally pretty much what I want. I can't get, I can't really hold any Asia trips. Why is that? Because they're really senior. Um, I mean, and they how, have how lang- senior do you have to be? Like 40, 45 40? years. Okay. Um, maybe maybe 35 but they have language qualified uh, there are language qualified flight attendants on those flights and two pursers and so that takes up five positions right there so it's a little bit more difficult but you know on holidays I might be able to do it but it's not that important to me um I like doing my Amsterdam, my Europe trips I enjoy. Yeah, we went to, me and my mom, uh, for you listeners out there, me and my mom and my grandma, we went to Amsterdam, how many summers ago was it, two? Two summers ago, you got, and you got in uh, first class. Yep, I got first class, I made it, I'm successful. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, I actually get to fly for free, believe it or not. Yeah, but that was interesting trip anyway. Yeah, so in this, during this trip, (laughs) during this trip. Uh, to Amsterdam, I uh, we were at the bar down in the hotel lobby area, right? And I don't even want to talk about this. <laughs> I know, but I want to tell it. Oh, <laughs> mom, come on, it's all right. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, you know, at the time I, w- I was um, like 19. 19, 19. Yeah. Because you were legal over there. Right. And uh, there's this lady who uh, another another flight attendant she can you a, explain well we were at the bar and johnny and i were getting drinks at the bar and i think grandma had gone up to the room mm-hmm. after dinner and so this yeah this lady comes up and i i'm assuming because that's where all the flight attendants she hang has, out she came up to me she came, yeah she went up to you and i see her talking to you and so i came over and i said hi i said this is my 19 year old son trying to get my message across to her and she just kept talking to you about some some guy named Oh dude what flighted, was, what was his name? I don't I don't want to go there. What was his name though? It doesn't I don't want to talk about his name. Um but anyway, I knew who he was. Kevin, was that it? No, but I knew Craig. who he was. Anyway, 
what we found out was she was trying she was trying to um she was trying to set me up basically yeah, with her with her because he had the hots for you oh my gosh i can't even believe i said that and um yeah that just really <laughs> angered me um as you know yeah and i, I, I and i was very um i definitely handled this situation in probably the most strangest and awkward way possible and probably super because uncomfortable. you were drinking oh yeah i was i was at the time i was very uh i was, I was very intoxicated that's probably why and the thing is, is so I, you're like but why me i'm not gay and i'm like well he just thought you were nice looking obviously but let's not talk about this it upsets me Oh, okay. We got it situated. Anyways, I ran out of the hotel. I ran out of the hotel and I ran around. <laughs> I ran around this uh, neighborhood with a bunch of cats. There were a bunch of feral cats just running around, and uh, basically, I became uh, a cat man during that time. And you, be, you were already cat man. No, like no, like I had a tribe of cats following me around. You didn't tell me that. Yeah, no, I did. Yeah. Well, anyway, and, and, I was petrified because I didn't know where the heck you were. Did I tell you about the old lady? The old lady, some who, artsy lady. No, she had like this weird. She looked like a. Uh, what are those people in uh, like, like, uh, like a babushka? Yeah, or something like that. That's a lot of the older European women. Oh, not a babushka. Things. I'm sorry. More like a um, shaman. A shaman kind of looking woman, right? Oh. Yeah, a shaman kind of looking woman, and well, she had. You didn't tell this, me about that. Yeah, because it was creepy. Uh, shaman. Oh my goodness! Yeah, why? Let me, well, let me tell you right now. Oh my goodness! This so is, many things come out later in life. Ugh. Yeah, and so, um, yeah, so I run out of there. I'm drunk. Uh, <laughs> I just book it out of there. Literally sprint, book it out, and then uh, these cats are following me around, and <laughs> then eventually, I know, I'm following them around. Thank goodness! And you they didn't lead tell me, me and they lead me to. There was, like, a line of them. They literally led me... What the heck? That is weird. Yeah, they led me to this shaman, this woman, this woman shaman who um, basically... She had this weird little... I don't... What do, what do they call them? Uh, like, a uh, Chris, like, uh, not... Johnny, you're just joking. This didn't happen. You would have told me about it. No, it did. I'm trying what? to tell you right now. You never told me about this. I can't believe it. Yeah. Why do you always tell me these things? You know, I don't like to hear them. They upset me. Oh, I can't believe... I don't even want to know. You don't want to know what happened? No. I just can't believe that you didn't tell me this. I would have been even more upset. I'm sure but, the listeners want to know. Oh, Johnny. So, here we go. So I, go I should in, never have taken you to Amsterdam. I go into this lady's uh, little, like... You went into her house? Yeah, with all the cats. You did not. I did, with all the cats, Mom. Johnny, seriously? Yeah, with all the cats. And and basically, we all, like, they, so the cats sat. This oh, one, this is not true. Now I know for sure. Mom, I am being dead serious. No, I know you aren't. We have to go on with the podcast, but it is true. Um, no, it's not. Okay, yeah. Well, anyways, so <laughs> being just a, like the time you told me about you and the guys uh, sneaking out of the house. That was true. Well, that was true, but oh my goodness. Yeah, no, the Amsterdam thing was that what I just said wasn't true. All right, sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh, why do you do that to me? I'm so oh, gullible, man. That's crazy. I can't believe you said that. Well, the cat thing wasn't true, but the other no, the incident cat, was true. Like the, I actually did see a bunch of cats, and they're yeah, but the lady around. wasn't right. Yeah, but the like, other part at the bar was true. 
yeah. you know, I Freaked you know out. set that lady straight. Um, oh, I was so furious. Yeah, I that. ended up going back to her room. Remember? Oh yeah, talking. Yeah, we talked. Talk we talked about her. it, and we got yeah. it situated. And was, she was, but you know what? She was sorry. She really did feel bad. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not homophobic. No, I know, but it was just. I. It was just. I, all, I had never. I had, right. I had never encountered anything like right. this. Right, and you were a kid, kind and of he's like out. a thirty-eight-year-old man. I mean, yeah, it was weird. That, that was wrong. Right. Um, okay, but, but but let's talk about. Okay, okay. let's talk about something else. <laughs> so. Oh, how about the cute things that the hilarious things that you did when you were little? Um, well, I, I still I still want to. Oh, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that for sure. But and. Okay. Um. So like. You know, being a flight attendant, you definitely have crazy experiences. Yes, you do. There are crazy people out there, passengers like don't drift and crew members. Um, just every every trip can. Um, there's always something. It seems. Like, I love my job though. It's just there's. It's pretty exciting meeting different people and movie stars and going to such unique places that I probably never. Uh, would go to and, and once you guys are graduated from college dad and I are going to start traveling all over and use my our passes oh that'll be super, yeah he promised super yes. fun yes I can't wait where, where do you want to go where would you say well actually being all the places you have been where would you say you you know well you know the what? ideal place you want to go well to vacation I will say this okay I love our country, and I've been to every single state except one. Hawaii. Yes, and I know flight attendants like, oh my gosh, you haven't been to Hawaii. But that's what I told Dad. That's where, and we, I earned two positive spaces, so we don't have to go standby. Even we'll get positive spaces. That's where I told him I want to go because that's the one state I haven't been to, and And one of the most beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. It's unfortunate about those volcanoes, though. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're like uh, one of the bigger islands. Like a uh, huge volcano erupted. And did you hear about that at all? Like, uh, no, I I guess I haven't been. I don't. You know what, hon? I don't. Li- this is gonna sound terrible, but no. I I don't listen to the news much because you know it's what? so that sounds, negative. That sounds that sounds exactly right. That's I I. That's why I I feel important personally. I do think it's important to keep up to date with current affairs. Well, I was really upset but, about Notre Dame. What happened there? Yeah, how that burned down. Uh, that's well, it's not. It's yeah. It's really bad. Um, and that was there's art. There's so much art. Well, well it was such a unique architectural I mean, it's, design. It's been around for centuries, you know. Right. Yeah. But anyway, about the flight attendant thing. Um, yeah, I have had some pretty interesting experiences, as you know. Um, uh, the crazy ones. Um, well, the one flight attendant who told me she was going to knock my head off. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that was pretty crazy. I um. What? What? Like, what initiated that? Well, Some lady telling you that she's gonna knock your head off. She's a flight attendant. A well, flight attendant. Not even a. Not even she's a, a customer. Well, she's a cray cray. Um, cray cray. Yeah. And she's kind of known as that, but I didn't know it at the time. But um, she, um, yeah, so basically, we, it was just a turn. We went to, um, like, Florida somewhere, and um, um, we were running late. So usually what we do is we put out waters for first class. I, we put waters by the seats. And, um, and then you give the other the, not first class sewage water? No. 
Um, but, you know, we always do something special for first class. So anyway, I was the lead. So um, I told her, I said, well, since we're, we were running late, I said, since we're running late, we'll just do the waters and not take drink orders. But what had happened was the way they were boarding, excuse me, there was plenty of time because people were coming on the plane and they're just kind of looking at us. We're standing there. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I go, you know what? We've got time. Let's just do drinks. And she goes, I'm going to the back. So she goes to the back of the aircraft. And I thought, okay, whatever, I'm just going to do it. So I did drinks. But then as I'm doing the drinks, people start coming on. And um, I have to do my announcements. And I'm starting to get busier, so I need her assistance. So I called her, and I asked if she could come up and help me. And she slammed the phone. And I thought, What a jerk. Great. So anyway, so she comes up. And while people are boarding, she is, like, right in my face and... She's telling me, well, if we're going to do drink orders, I'm going to do them, I'm going to do whatever. And I just told her real quietly. I kind of pulled her. I didn't pull her to the side. I didn't even touch her. Right. But I, I, um, I barely, I slightly touched her like her arm. Like I said, I, w- I looked at her in the eye and I slightly touched her. And I said, um, don't tell me how to do my job, please. You know, she throws herself into the door. And makes a big, huge commotion. Oh my god! And says, "You pushed me. I'm going to knock your head off <laughs> in front of the passengers." And I'm shaking her head. In front I, of all the passengers. Yes, I was so horrified. So anyway, so she goes into the talk to the pilots, and then I go in to talk to the pilots, and even the pilots they look at me and they're like, "Can you handle this?" She's African American. Well, let's don't go there. No, you're Hispanic. I'm just wondering. Well, Johnny, let's. Don't. I'm just wondering. Johnny, let's don't go there. Uh, Mom. No, no. No, no. I'm no, just. No. I'm not gonna say. I'm not you, gonna say. You didn't say the airline you worked for. Well, I said the old airline I worked for. We merged, but I. I don't it think I should Mom, say. I have an estimated audience size of. 40, Honey. Of forty. Johnny. Anyway, so what happened was. Mother, the, mother and son. The problems. pilot said. Um, <laughs> the pilot said. Um, you know, can you handle her? And I'm like. Yeah, I just I just want to get home. So I was, like, shaking because I'd never been spoken to like that in my life. So we get up in the air, and I thought, I need to make this right. So I went to the back. She was in the back jump seat, and before we started the service, I said, listen, I go, I'm sorry if I offended you. Um, You know, let's, let's, let's just make this right. And she repeated, yeah, and if you would have touched me again, I would have knocked your head off, and I just <laughs> left. So after the flight, the captain gave me his card and said, if anything comes of this, don't hesitate to call me. Right. The it's FO nice. is like um, Who's uh, the, FO? You, uh, the first officer. Okay. The captain is the main one. and He's in the left seat of the plane. Mm-hmm. The first officer is in the right seat of the plane. They're, they're, two, cap, they're two pilots, but one is the first officer and one is the, uh, the uh, captain. Mm-hmm. The, the first officer has three stripes. The captain has four. Okay. Anyway, you guys so, hear that? So next time you see a pilot and you see those stripes, you better give them respect, right? <laughs> um, well, the ones that deserve it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but seriously. <laughs> and, but anyway, so um, so anyway, so the the first officer said, "Wow, you handled her with um, so much grace." But anyway, so that so you know, so that time um, that was that. Five years later, I have her on another trip, and I'm like a nervous wreck because I'm like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe I'm flying with this woman again. And so 
the good thing is, is I was late again and she was in the way back. So I didn't think I'd see her much, but she kept talking to me. And now she has an English accent and um, she didn't have one before. What? Yeah, she had an English accent now. It right, comes right, and right. goes. Tell me, tell me, tell me. One second, one second. So you're saying, so what you're basically <laughs> saying is that this woman who is not English, right? She right. Was, she was not born there. No. Did she live there? No. She just all of a sudden developed an English accent. You know, it's funny. I actually know a girl that I went to, uh, I went to high school with uh-huh. her. And she did the same thing. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, it's, it's like they're trying to, trying to, you know, differentiate themselves, make themselves different. Yeah. Hip hipster. Well, kind of thing. but the funny thing is, is so she's sitting on the jump seat with me, and she looks at me and she says, "Well, Lynn, I don't believe I've ever flown with you, have I?" Wait, say, can you say that again? She said in her English accent. That she didn't think, she goes, I don't think we've ever flown together. <laughs> I don't think we've ever flown together. And I look, and I'm thinking, you don't remember? And I said, no, oh. I don't think we have. <laughs> she's just cray cray. I think she's had difficulty with so many people that she didn't remember who she did what with, you know. You know, that's so unfortunate. That's, it's very it's sad. Yeah, it? it's very unfortunate when that happens, like with people, you know, because people are very, you know, Sometimes they just have mental, Ill- like a mental illness that will prevent them from yeah. being who they truly are. Well, you know, or who knows what the yeah, issue insecurity. is. But I, I kind of feel bad for her. I do see her now and then, and I just put the whole situation aside. And I just, you know, I'm nice to her, and yeah. I just forget it because it happened a long time ago, and right. she's been okay. And you draw, and like, see, you're being the bigger person there. You're, you're well, dropping. it's not worth it, right? <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why I don't understand why with a lot of people, like, it's like they feel they have to win an argument. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. It's just I, like, think it, I think all of us get like that at some time, though. And that's why it's so important to be self-aware and have your ego in check. Right. Yeah. Well, it's just, well, I think I'm, I've, I have a little wisdom now, and I've learned oh, yeah. it's not worth it those things are just not worth it yeah i mean how long you've been a flight attendant for Uh, 28 years your job is basically Mm -hmm. talking with humans yeah all the time so you you know i can't imagine the amount of wisdom you have when it comes to human nature being able to talk to people understand them you know cues they give off uh you know cues such as like uh you know Maybe they're a little, a little, you know, loopy in the head. Maybe they're a little, rude, you know, rude. You oh know, yeah, you can there's just plenty tell. of rude. <laughs> Would you say you have, since you've became a flight attendant to now, would you say you've developed, um, like, a, being able to read body language better? Oh, absolutely. Well, I, I think I've always been good at it. But yeah, absolutely. I, I can. I feel I can. I. Yeah. And, um, well, the, the thing is, is I've learned how to deal with difficult people better. Right. This job has helped me to do that. You know, you, you can't just go off on somebody when they're rude or whatever to right. you. Or I could lose my job. So I've learned how to deal with them better. And, um, I try to be professional and well, you are professional. hardworking and, you, are hard-working. Um, you know, 
the job can be so much fun if you have it like usually when i go to amsterdam a lot of us do these same trips and we all know each other for the most part i like it because we all most of us for the most part are good workers and um you know know what we need to do and we get it done and um then once you get there you can enjoy yourselves go to a nice dinner you know yeah that's super cool yeah and so like Speaking of nice luxury upper echelon things, have you ever met any famous people? Yes, I have. Um, well, the one that I think you and Alexandra really remember is um, right before she got really big with Destiny's Child, I had Beyonce on my flight. No way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Beyonce. She was. Oh, my God. Well, this is. Like, talk about top, like. Right. Pop icon. This was right before she was big with Destiny's Child, even. Um, Destiny? That was where she started, right? Destiny's Child. I don't know what that is. Yeah, that was the four of them. Oh, she was in a group. Yeah, they were. she broke off from the group, yeah. Oh, wow. So she was just a kid. And I remember it was a light flight, and I think we were coming from New York. And it was really light, and, uh, like, the the girls were, like, laying down in rows, and I remember... She was so pretty. She had this blonde hair, and I thought, what a cute girl. And she's looking at me. Hi. And she was really sweet. And she's looking at me. And in she was hi- sweet. She was very nice. She was, yeah. And she was looking at me, like, in hindsight, like, probably thinking, don't you know who I am? And as soon as... But she wasn't... No, she wasn't. Rude about her or anything. No, she was very nice. When they got off the plane, all these guys went, like, chasing them through the the um, airport and I was like she was probably very happy though that like she was able to talk with someone that you know doesn't recognize her as you know Beyonce well it, it was before but still it was even before she was really big it was even before Destiny's Child it was like right before that they were just coming oh, up wow how old do you think she was she was a kid she was probably like 18 or 19 or I don't know how old she oh was she was young gosh I didn't yeah. realize she was that young. She, well, I don't know how old she was, but, but she still, was young. Still, that's insane. Yeah. And, and then, then, like, uh, and then a few weeks later, they were, like, all over right, the news. Right, that's when she blew up. It was amazing. That's yeah. funny. That's crazy. Yeah, it was, it was kind of neat. Kinda I had John, kinda, kinda, I had John Goodman neat. on my flight, too. John Goodman? You know, from Roseanne. Roseanne Barr. Oh, yeah. He was really, he was really, um, he was cool. He was, uh, I saw him. He had lost a lot of weight, and I thought... John Goodman and I thought, hmm, I don't know. Anyway, so I went up to him and I said, Hey, I said, um, you know, I said, has anyone ever told you you kind of resemble John Goodman? And he goes, And that would be because I am. <laughs> he was really nice. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. He's a is he a comic? No, no. He's He's he, on a sitcom rooms. Well he but, was, but he also plays in some serious movies. Oh, okay. He's had other parts. He's a good actor. Roseanne is hilarious. Um, yeah. She's a great stand-up comic. Um, um, anyway. Why, why do you say it like that? Oh, she kind of annoys me. Why? She's so raunchy. Well, that's the humor. Yeah, but I don't, I don't care you for just her. Don't, you're just not into that kind of humor? No, no. Gotcha. Well, you know me. Yeah, I do know you, but <laughs> they don't. No, but I am. I have to tell about the cute little things that you said when you were a kid. Um, some of your friends may know it. I know, like, your close friends probably know it, because, like, I probably told, like, a couple of them. But, like, um, like <laughs> when you were first potty trained and you learned how to use the big boys' bathroom, and Dad took you 
to the big boys' bathroom. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. And um, so he took you into the men's stall. Mm-hmm. And you always used to get so excited about using these big boy bathrooms. Actually, there was a little one at Greenfield Village. Grandma said you got so excited because yeah, you Yeah, there was a, a mini toilet. Yeah, you got so excited about the mini toilet. Listen, a mini toilet is pretty rare to see. If yeah. If you see a mini toilet. But you just loved it. But anyway... Imagine, imagine, imagine! Some big dude goes in there and just sits on that mini toilet and just fills that thing up. That is really gross. You can't, even, you can't even. You walk in there. Little kid tries to sit down on the toilet, but he can't because the poop is so. Okay. No, listen. Okay. Listen. Just I'm not hear me out. My story. I know. I know. But just hear me out. Okay. The poop is so high up. It like this big dude goes in there and just lets his lunch out, and then. This little, this little kid goes in, you know, and then he goes to sit down. He's not really paying attention. And next thing you know, he's just sitting on a mound of poop. I think he would see it before he sat on it. He's one of those kids that walks around with the headphones in looking at his phone. Oh, <laughs> that would be disgusting. <laughs> All right, continue. Okay, so you were in the stall, and you were going to the bathroom, and all of a sudden there was, like, one other man in there. And I, apparently he was, like, really loud. It was me and Dad. Yeah, you and Dad. And another man was in there, right. and he was really loud. And you screamed out, I heard that! I heard that! Why did I scream that? Because you wanted the guy to know that you heard him going. And I heard him going what? To the bathroom. He was really loud what going to the bathroom. Doing? You were there, not me. I know, but, like, was he, like, peeing really loud? He was going number two really loud and passing gas, I'm assuming. Ew, oh my Like, gosh. really loud. So he was, and just, you he, was were just, like, he was just crapping up a storm in there. Well, yeah, and you had to let him know. <laughs> and Dad was so embarrassed. I had to let him know. Dad's like... He needed to know. Dad's like, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> he needed to know what he was doing was not only gross, but impressive. Ugh. That it deserved recognition. Well, it was just funny how you had to make your little comment about that. And you always did. You went. I remember Uncle Rob even said one time, you guys, you, Tommy, and him were in some men's bathroom, and you walk in, oh, it stinks in here, and you, like, turn the lights off. Dang, what the heck is up with me? Everybody's like, Going what? into men's bathrooms and yelling. Making, yeah, I don't <laughs> making know. Making noise. I, I like making people feel uncomfortable. I guess. I noticed. But, it was uh, kind of funny. Anyways, this is other things. So what is the grossest thing you've experienced as a flight attendant, like, in terms of... On the plane? Anything. <laughs> well, um, um, you know, I've had to clean up, throw up. Right. Which is pretty gross. What about those nasty guys? Those nasty people who smell really bad when they get on the plane? Oh, there's so... That happens a lot coming from different countries. Uh, people's... Let them know. People's B.O., and the food they eat that seeps through. Yeah, people need to be more, like, conscious about how, how they But are. sometimes it's a cultural thing. But if it's not a cultural thing. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes, it, you know. As a flight attendant, what Or actually, what or people pass gas, you know. And, it, yeah, it's disgusting in the plane, you know. Um, this one flight attendant was telling me one time, a lady said to him, she's like, calls him over and, and he's like can I help you she goes you need to tell whoever's passing gas to just stop it now <laughs> <laughs> what yeah and he's like 
I don't know who it is. I can't say anything. Oh my gosh! Like it's like so as, she, if, as if she thought it was him. No, she just wanted him to tell whoever. And then she said, then she screamed out, "Whoever's effing farting, on stop!" The, on the like intercom thing. No, she just screamed it out on the plane. Oh my gosh! <laughs> this is a flight attendant. No, this is a passenger. Oh, passenger. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that's passenger. Different. That's passengers are nuts. So that's, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> So, like, being and going to all of these different places all around the world, compare it to America. What, what is... Well, there are so many beautiful places in the world that I've seen. Let's start there. Let's start with the beautiful places that you've seen and comparing, compare it to America's beautiful places. Well, they're all unique in different ways. It's very true. Yeah. You know, I mean, you uh, like, for instance, in Europe, there's all, like, in... Paris and there are a lot of old, in London there the old architecture the old buildings and there's so much history there yeah um too bad one of them just burnt up yeah that what is it Notre, Notre Dame Notre Dame the cathedral Notre Dame you know what's weird Notre Dame Nostradamus Nostradamus the guy <clears throat> the He's the end of the world kind of guy. Yeah, he he talks about the apocalypse. What are the odds? Well, we will talk about that on some other day. No, let's talk about that right now. Well, I'm interested in your thoughts about that. Johnny, you know what my thoughts are on that. You and don't want. You know we what? said we weren't going to go there. Come on, mom. This is raw. This is raw, J Rod Pod. We said we weren't going to go there. Just, but that's not. We're not going there. It's just like a, one one little topic. Come on, mom. Mom, mom, come on. What do you want to know? What do you think about... Nostradamus? Yeah. I think that he did see some truth. I mean, not everything he predicted came true, but a lot did. Right. And I think there's a lot of truth to some of the stuff that he's predicted. Yeah. I mean, what are the odds? (laughs) What are the odds that this guy just... He's a con man, and he just decided... He just no, guessed I just, random dates. No, he was, but he was into that. Yeah, astrology. Um, yeah, there's a different name for it. I forget, but you know that stuff. I don't really agree with so much. You know, yeah. like the way he got his info was like mystical Her, stuff. Horoscopes. Um, I just, don't, just some weird. It was the mystical. Should I look it up? You yeah, can look it up. Look it it up. was, uh, but anyway, it wasn't. I don't know if God would approve of how he did that. Yeah, I mean, okay. So here's, you know, what's really interesting, um, you know, and and let's like converse about this because I know me and my mother, we have um, we have conversations that tend to escalate when we start to talk about religion and those kinds of things, but. I just want to, like, you know, just talk about it with you and see your perspective versus mine. Um, so, like, in terms of meditation, like, mindful meditation, where you're meditating and you're trying to clear your mind of, like, you know, any stress, you know, anything that's on your mind, recognizing that thought or that emotion, not reacting, but recognizing it, mm-hmm. and then thinking about why whatever it is that you just thought of that created that emotion, like, the, why you, you feel that way, why that emotion is there. 
You know what I mean? Well, I understand why, you know, certain emotions, why I feel certain ways. When I meditate, though, you know, you know my reasoning. Yes. Um, you don't, yeah. What? No, continue. <laughs> well, I, well, you know, I feel that, well, we said we weren't going to talk about this. Well, I feel uh, that. Well, it's happening. Well, you know, I feel that um, so it's through Jesus that you need to, if you're going to meditate, it's got to be through Christ, okay. um, because I, you know, I believe that Jesus is the only way. Right. Um, yep. I, you know, I'm a Christian, and I'm trying to restore, uh, get back in my faith walk again. And, and I've, and, have, you've noticed a difference. Oh, 100 percent, since I've been reading my Bible and, and praying and more. You're, 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 you're going about it in a growth. A growth mindset way, right? I'm trying that's, to. That's very key too. Right. I'm and when the night, you know, when bad thoughts come, I'm trying to take captive and uh, think about my blessings. So, like, almost in a way, like the mindful meditation, when a bad emotion, what you just said. I guess, kind of. But Isn't that strange? Well, mom, there's the concept is the same. I think to a point. To a point, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of weird things out there today, but like. Have you ever, okay, speaking of, have you ever had any near-death experiences? Well, I don't think so. Um, actually, well, I had a weird experience when I was in college. I don't know. No, near-death as in a flight attendant. And then we could talk about that. Oh, as a flight attendant? Yeah, like I plane almost like, crashed or something. Oh, there have been a couple times that. Well, I had an emergency landing one time, and Grandpa was on my flight, remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. With, just, uh, it was called a red level. That's what we call them, red level emergencies, where it's serious. Mm -hmm. Because they didn't think the landing gear was going to come, the forward landing gear was going to come down. And don't, the, don't they have, uh, like, the backups? Well, they're, the uh, landing... Backup hydraulics, is that what I'm thinking of? You're thinking, well, we, there are more than one engines. If an engine goes out... What about that one flight? It was, like... Flight 247 or something, where it, the right, it was like a one in one, like millionth, billionth chance that this, that not only would this certain thing on the. What airline? I don't know what. Um, I forget. I, I It's in the cultural code. It's this book I'm reading. I don't know about that flight. But it, it, basically, he, he saved a bunch of people. And. Um, they brought someone. They brought a like pilot from the back or something, up to the front. Oh, the maybe cabin. he was a jump seater or something. Yeah, and um, basically, you know, they had no. I like something was messing up. Like both of the uh, what is essential? Like well, the um, hydraulics are essential. Yes, and there's back. Isn't there backup hydraulics? I don't know. There is. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. It might maybe something like that. It's something know. essential to the plan, yeah. right? And anyways, um, there's a one in one billionth chance that these people would, or like you know, that they could have survived this, mm -hmm. and they did. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like watching air disasters actually because I like to see how the flight attendants handle the situations. And actually, the one that we did actually, you know, so I'm sitting. So we so we prepared. You know, this is what a lot of people will be very glad to know. The training that we go through, we go through it once a year. Where we we have to um, 
repeat our commands. We have to operate doors in emergency situations, and we have to we get tested on all of it. It really kicks in because it kicked in all of us flight attendants, mm-hmm. every single one of us. It just boom. You don't have time to think about worrying. You're worried about getting things situated the way it needs to be. We yelled out our commands. You could hear a pin drop. Everybody wow. was quiet. Grown men were sobbing in the back. Jeez. Um, Why? And it's because they thought they were going to die. Oh, oh okay. Um Because we didn't know if the landing gear was going to come down. Um, <laughs> grown men. So, um, and Grandpa was on that flight, which was, was weird. He, he, he was in No, but he was in first class. I was the lead flight attendant. So um, when I was in my jump seat, as we were landing, thank goodness there was a flight attendant sitting next to me. And we were just like holding hands in our brace position. And I was praying. And I'm like, Lord, you know, I was asking him to save us, but I'm like, if if not, just take me fast, please, or, or help me <laughs> right. to know what to do. Right, and right. it came down. And so, you know, everything was fine. Right. And but so it was... You guys, that was a recording from before when my mom's flight actually did go down and... Uh, yeah, so she's not. Well, here. No, it, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It didn't I, was go actually, down. I was acting like you're dead. <laughs> very, um, it's a very, sorry, guys. That's that, a very morbid way of. <laughs> that is not a funny joke. Choke. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, so that um, yeah, so I had that experience, but um. Continue. Had, I've had flights where we've had super that bad. That was the worst? Yeah, we've had really bad turbulence on flights um, that has been... Continue. That has um, kind of been a little nerve-wracking, but generally turbulence doesn't bother me anymore. Because in my airline, we have turbulence almost... It's almost daily. <laughs> Never used to be that way with my other airline, but this airline does. Wait, wait. So you have... Turbulence like a lot. daily, but with the other airline that you we were never in. had it because we had top of the art, state of the art, um, um, radar and everything. Um, Why didn't they give that to the new airline? Because the new airlines cheaper. They don't want but to I'm invest. Saying, they don't want to invest in oh it. Oh my gosh, it's stupid. Yeah, it's kind of irritating. But. What, what what about uh, <laughs> what about that one story uh, that you told me like? Where was it? Where was it? Actually, where was the most crazy place you've ever visited? Crazy? Or traveled to. You know, like just so exotic. Exotic. An exotic place. I don't know. Um, just think. You've traveled everywhere. I know, but exotic. I, I mean... No, I'm talking, I'm talking about like some like... You know, uh, like the Philippines, maybe. Yeah, f- something, something that a lot Philipp- of people don't go to. Yeah, the Philippines. It's just the culture is so different. Is it the nice? people look so different. Well, when we laid over, it was okay. Oh, okay. It was okay. Uh, to be quite honest, I couldn't wait to get back to the United States. Oh, yeah. After that trip, um, yeah. What is it? Is that is that a Philippines? You know, I, Filipino people. But like, what type of government do they have? Do you know? I don't know. It's not like a dictator. No, no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's yeah, like yeah. China would probably. No, no. China's that. China's communist. Yeah. And but it's strange. China's a very strange. 
You know, it's weird. I always talk about China for some reason on this podcast. <laughs> but, really? That is weird. Yeah, but um, China, actually, they have uh, started... They, they've started implementing, like... Um, so what the Soviet Union did was they went from communist when there was Soviet Union mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then they became Russia. They went mm-hmm. from communist to, to uh, I, I believe it's uh, democracy or capitalist. I don't know much about China. They, they, they did the switch, basically, that put the, like, so it was like America. You could build your own business. You know what I mean? In China? Really? No, no. And I'm talking about Russia. Like, oh. And this was a while. This was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and basically, like, the, it was literally one day they're communists. The next day they're, uh, like a republic or something, you know, like a democracy mm-hmm. cap. Somewhere where you're free and you're mm-hmm. able to create your own business, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. They did this overnight. Yeah. They made that change overnight. Wow. Can you think about that? A oh. communist country. Yeah, that's... All of a sudden becoming kind of like us. Very strange, yeah. Yeah, it went to crap. Everything yeah. just... Yeah. And yes. so China, what China did was they learned from that. They saw that they did that. Mm-hmm. And they actually started slowly integrating the capitalist... Uh, consumerism or mm-hmm. capitalist, you know, way of running a government. And they have it in, like, uh, one of their big cities. Like, that is, that is like, part, you know, capitalist or... And then, yeah. but a lot of China is communist. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. You know what I was thinking? This is, a, like, a little bit of a different topic, but oh, yeah. I was just thinking of something funny. I was just thinking, remember... Auntie Gina, well, we were in Wisconsin, and Auntie Gina was like, okay, everybody, remember, happy, 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 we're all happy, this is a happy day, nobody frown, everybody's happy, and <laughs> so we were, remember that, so we're, because you guys, I guess, I don't know, there was a little argument or something in the back seat, and so she pulls into, we're going to the grocery store, she pulls in, she's trying to pull into her parking, a parking spot, and somebody zipped in in front of her. <laughs> And then she's like, stupid lady, I can't believe she did that. How rude. And then we're like, happy, happy, happy. You remember? <laughs> we Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And we're like, you uh, have to be happy. It's very, a happy day. <laughs> very hypocritical. <laughs> well, she's she was intending to do. She, I know. You she, know. She meant the best. She meant the best, but it was just so best. funny. That is funny. Yeah. You know You know what? Um, it's crazy because whenever I tell any of my friends, you know, or anyone that my mom is a flight attendant, they're like, no, like, you know, they're like, whoa, like. Seriously, John. Mom, think about it. Your job is not a normal job. You travel around the world. Well, yeah. Every, every single week. Yeah. You travel around the world. Yeah. And you see different parts of the country. I, every single week, am in Michigan. <laughs> think well, about you've that. traveled some places. But think too. about that. Yeah, the amount you travel compared yeah. to other—that's you know—that's why you're very culturally, you know, you're able to immerse yourself in a culture. Well, I've learned the cool thing about my job is it is a cultural learning experience. Um, just from having the job, I've learned about so many different cultures and their little customs and ways, and. Um, you know, that in itself is kind of cool. You know, like the Indian head bob thing. 
I What's that? About that? Explain that. Well, it. I don't really see a lot of Americanized Indians do it, but the ones from the country, um, they kind of do this thing where they shake their head like. Like what? Like. Like. Like a bobblehead. Yeah, like you can't tell if it's a yes or a no. <laughs> so like the first time yeah, Indian bobblehead, but well, real life. Well, so the first time I asked a lady. Um, if she wanted uh, coffee or tea, she did that shake, and I she could, did the bobble, and I couldn't tell if it was a yes or a no, and I'm like yes, and she did the no, and I said oh no, and then she did the yes, and I'm like no yes, and finally I didn't know, so I asked a flight attendant. I go what, and then the flight attendant says oh yeah, I don't know. So anyway, finally I asked a customer one time. I just said, is I know that that I think it's a respectful thing that they're acknowledging you. And he goes, yes, that's basically what it is. They're kind of respecting mm. you, and they're kind of saying, yes, I, I'm acknowledging you. Oh. But he still didn't answer if it was a yes or a no. <laughs> <laughs> so I just assume it's a yes now. You're trying to, yeah, that's funny. That, But it's a, I think it's a respectful acknowledgement. That's what I've learned. That is so weird. That's, it's just. And a lot, of, like I said, a lot of Americanized Indians, I don't. I don't think do it, but it's it's from, it's the ones from the home country. Right, yeah. Like yeah. you won't catch Arjun doing that. No. <laughs> never seen Arjun do shout it. Out, no. Shout out Arjun Bashi. I've never seen Arjun doing that. Arjun Junebug, man. You gotta be on this podcast soon. Yeah, yeah. you gotta interview anyways, Arjun. Anyways, anyways. Okay. I'm, this is not an interview, Mom. This is oh, okay. a conversation. Oh, okay. Yeah. A fun conversation yeah. where people may learn and people may not learn and people also may think it's stupid, but it doesn't matter because this you enjoy is the it. J-Rod pod. So, um, we're going to be wrapping up pretty soon. Okay. Uh, however, I do really appreciate you, Mom, coming on to this podcast and the support that you're giving me. It really means a lot. Yes, well, I'm proud of you. You've got such an excitement and interest in this, in so many things, actually. Uh, well, that's not talking about me. I'm okay. Not, you know, I'm, yeah, yeah. Okay. The only thing I do want to talk about that includes me um, is um, PharmaCBD Company. So if you go to PharmaCBDCompany.com, you can get uh, the highest quality products, CBD products on the market. And, you know, there's this stuff called Dory Balm. And I kid you not. It is truly a revolutionary product. Every single person that I have given it to has said that it has either helped, it has either helped them with their rheumatoid arthritis, uh, you know, pain relief. It even helps with um, shingles, psoriasis, migraines, um, multiple, you know, skill. Sc- I always, Sclerosis. Yeah, I always forget how to say that word. <laughs> and then uh, also, it's 100% natural. Um, it's, it helps with dry skin, infant and adult eczema, scar minimization, psoriasis, uh, arthritis and rheumat- rheumatism, skin rashes, diaper rashes, itchy skin, dermatitis, muscle fatigue, aches and tension, insect bites, stretch mark prevention and minimization and you know with the and it's anti-inflammatory analgesic analgesic uh relaxes the muscles soothes nerve endings and speeds healing of bruising so if you got a hickey if you get a hickey uh from you know some whoever 
and you want to get rid of that because either you know you got to go to work and where you work you don't have a collar on or you know you know you you did something that you don't, don't want someone else, that you don't want someone you know you know like the a shirt collar sh- yeah <laughs> um or you know you did some uh you went to Vegas the week before and something happened you got to get rid of that bruise uh, so as soon as someone doesn't find out, Dory Balm is the product to go to, okay? And you can get that at PharmacyBDCompany.com. Now, it's very important uh, that I let you know that you can get a discount code if you just, when you go to PharmacyBDCompany.com, again, that's F-A-R-M-A-C-B-D-Company.com, and you can type in J Rod Pod Mom, and you will get a ten dollar off uh, discount. Uh, and again, Mom, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, Johnny. I love having you on. Uh, this was very fun. I enjoyed this. I did too. Thank you so much. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. This has been a not so silly, but also pretty. It is silly, you know. Just let me know what you think. Um, and yeah. So, anyways, have a great rest of your night, and we're out.